0: it's kind of like how there's never no radiation true there's just there's just, you know enough that you can deal with mm. is, oh. it, is it bananas that have the radiation is it is slightly, the, Yeah,
1: slightly a little bit yeah another reason to avoid the fuckers i don't like bananas the texture weird man i love the flavor i'll have banana in anything right And if they're frozen they're nice but it's just a regular mm. banana i can't deal
2: with the texture such
0: hot
3: days you're a weird dude
2: <laughs> i like my fruit to be crisp yeah all right mate we've all got shit going a really on fresh
3: banana <laughs> not frozen though yeah. just like room temperature yeah.
0: it'd be very very funny to like have be in the middle of an audio play saying like oh, I'm just gonna eat a banana <laughs>
2: It's either going to be that or bong ding dang dong dong ding dang. What do you want from me? Not we are Hottest 100s and Thousands. We are taking control of your radio station. This is the podcast in which we talk about all the songs that have been deemed hot enough to be in the triple J. Hottest 100. My name is David James Young. I'm one of the four voices you're going to be hearing for the next hour. Or so joining me once again, Andrew McDonald. Pleasure. Nathan Harris. Dig it. And Adam Buncher. Ding dang. Dong mm. dong ding dang. Yeah, indeed,
0: indeed. Oh, we'll get to that.
2: We sure as shit will. In um, the ding
0: I can't believe that made it in. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is a jam.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like low key working on like an Australian like broken transmission vaporware. I'm oh, oh, that, you know, that. that isn't that, <laughs> that isn't is <laughs> just, just
0: say that again.
1: I've been low-key working on a broken transmission Babe wave album based on Australiana. Just
2: think about your think life, for a think a about second your bands, Andrew. <laughs> just, have consequences. Just, just say it back to yourself. But also, like,
0: I love that there is a fair slice of audience that has no idea no. what that combination sorry, of words is. And, to and they never yeah. will. Look up each of them individually. Uh, learn something that you really didn't need to learn. But I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely. Really, I'm glad
2: someone is. <laughs> I'm also glad you have a hobby. You know, just, I mean, you got to do something outside of this podcast, yeah. really. I like friends.
0: You know, just having a guy.
2: <laughs> Fucking hell! Never been more patronisingly
1: supported. No, no. Unless you, the least want to I up for our Patreon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> to be a to be humiliated no. for money. <laughs>
1: Very good at referring to uh, your bosses as your pay pigs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm going to do that from now on. Yes. Good, good way to quickly not have a job. <laughs> yeah. It's the hot 40, baby. So let's count down right now, starting at the very beginning. A very good place to start. Number 40 from the album Grand Slam. The band is Spiderbait. The song... Shazam! Bass. Kicking their way back into the 1999 Hottest 100 with a song called Shazam! (sighs) Hey, you, Mm.
3: Nathan. Mm. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Great. Do you remember last time we talked about... Maybe it was even when we talked about plastic uh, off this album... So we've talked about plastic and Stevie were the two yeah, songs we've talked yeah. about so far from And this you were record. like, this is my favorite Spider-Bait album. It is. Yeah. And I was like, oh go and listen to it. And I listened to it. And that that's the right call, I think. Ooh. You reckon. Is it, is, it, good- is it your new favorite Spider-Bait album? It's it's been on very high rotation for me. Dude, it's like so this year.
0: Good. Got in the rotation. I can't yeah,
2: I yeah. can't fucking emphasize enough how fucking good this album is. It's just wonderful. The whole thing. The
3: whole thing. Right? But this song, obviously, this is a great song. This it really feels like it. Pairs with plastic as well. Like, they're both yeah. similar sort of energy. That really yeah, big...
2: You can, I, I reckon all the all the, like the guitar pedals and shit are set to more or less the
3: exact same tone. Yeah. And it's the same kind of, like, just really big four on the floor. Just, like, every beat. Which is funny, because they have a song called Four on the Floor. There you go. Yeah. Also, um, nice little hottest bump. Ash Barty won her own Grand Slam. So, oh, true, <laughs> boy, <laughs> man, <Yeah>. we're stretching. <laughs> we're out. No. Oh, and there was a
2: movie in the in the cinemas not too long ago where Chuck played a superhero called right. Shazam. So exactly. that, that was something. Yeah, the bump
3: travels wide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a broad bump. And then it's he was like, bump. "Hey,
2: Natalie Portman, we totally dated. What are you talking <laughs> about?" <laughs> The bug
3: works in mysterious ways, but I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. But this is just, like, really wonderful. It's just perfect spider bait. Because I, you know, like, in high school or whatever, I, I knew, like, Calypso, I knew Buy Me a Pony, and, like, a handful of other songs. But yeah. it's, like, wild following through the countdowns and seeing them really just, like, refine those ideas. This is a song that they've kind of made a few times, but it's such a good song every time. And it's so well-crafted and so fun. And for that two minutes while it's on, you're just... It's everything. Yeah.
0: What I've realized that Spider Bait do really well, and they do it across the board in a lot of their songs, is that usually you get payoffs on a kind of macro level. Yeah. For example, a breakdown would be an example of that, where it's, you know, or or a really slow build in a song, and then it all of a sudden just goes absolutely huge. Spider Bait managed to do that kind of satisfaction, but in just individual moments within the song. I'm thinking particularly of just that main opening riff. It repeats just enough times, and then it just
3: comes in with that... Every time the da-na-na-na happens, it's just like,
0: It feels yes. so good, but there is a, there is a tension that's created while you wait for that. And even before, like, the first time you hear it, you still get a sense of that tension and then that payoff. And to build that into a couple of bars is just really, really good writing. And it's just a really good understanding of that kind of tension and that world that rock operates in. Yeah. Also, like, uh, this song, to me, reflects really interestingly for Spiderbait as a rock band. Because often I think you look at certain rock bands and they're definitely drawing on the tradition of rock. But I think Spiderbait, and I have to say, a lot of other Australian bands at this time, are really trying to do something new. It's actually pushing rock... Because, you know, what's the tradition that they're playing with. I get a little bit that's of like
3: Mark Bolan from this. Oh yeah, like a little yeah, bit of T Rex. Yeah, it's like, a big T Rex. In a re- like really good way and like yeah. obviously making it really their own. I was own. thinking
2: okay. maybe a bit of like the Saints as well, a bit of know your product because yeah. of the because of the horns. Yeah. The banana That's not to dismiss what you're saying no, though, because yeah. I really
3: do agree that they're pushing it's, something right it's, it's yeah it's, it's it, more digital
2: it's a, it, yeah it's a dna thing where it's got like a little bits and pieces from everywhere and they're channeling it into something that's uniquely theirs yeah. but, that, but that's the thing like it's very much i think
0: the aim is to be new rock as opposed to just the rock that you know yeah yeah and totally regurgitate to do the same kind of thing and i think to be fair it is a pretty uniquely australian thing that's going on at this time this kind of sound like i don't easily bring up you know, anything else that kind of sounds like this. And it makes me mm. wish for there to be some kind of alternate universe where Britpop didn't exist and in its place you had, like, Ospop. Ospop. You know, Ugh. kind of coming through. Well,
2: and maybe everyone, that was uh, happening everyone, the entire time and we weren't even aware until,
3: like, it, we're looking back at it now and it's just like, oh, shit, this was all going on. But imagine if, like, if Living End and Spiderbait and whatever had the overseas success that... That's it. ...that Pulp and Blur and away Yeah, and, yeah. Like, and, and, dude.
1: And, and the press and... Like market capital behind yeah, a brand yeah. like Britpop, and but people and the are government, arguing conspiracy, yeah, and the government, yeah, the government pushing it as well. <laughs> yeah, um, John people, Howard yeah. being
0: like <laughs> people taking a side between like Spiderbait and Gurge. Yeah, um, you know. But oh, that's oh, wow. the
1: thing, right? Those kind of rivalries don't exist in Australia because no, we're a more because we're mates. Like the days are cool. Yeah, no matter who's more successful, you know, those bands would have been like having beers backstage at like homebake, um, homebake. Yeah, yeah. What I love about this song is that like because it's so short and the riff is so repetitive that when you're in the song, the parameters of the song are so limited that you have to just live entirely in every single mm. moment of the song. And mm. it just makes it rule so hard. And also, like last time we spoke about, I think it was Stevie, but when we're talking about on this record for spider Bait, the amps sound cheap and the guitars sound expensive. And like yeah. the, the guitar mm. tone in this, you can tell like, obviously they're not actually playing with cheap gear, like they're no. professionals, but like the effect that they're creating, it sounds like like a hip speaker. <laughs> Just that, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It sounds that kind of small, kind of
3: almost tinny, but still so like, meaty. You know where so, right, sometimes yeah. like dudes going down like King Street or whatever, blaring music on like this terrible little speaker. I was thinking of the same guy who always used to play Elvis. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Um the dude outside the front of Town Hall Woolworths. He used, to, he used to, like, have these, like, great, like, po- pre or post gig moments for me. I remember one time we were walking back after a gig and just as we were walking up right here, right now
3: by Fatboy started, and we were just like, yes! Oh, yes! That's good. It would be great to get in touch with those guys and get them to play this podcast. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> but you're right, Andrew. I think
0: it's, like, the idea of there being too much power coming through something that's too small to handle it. And I think that's also what this song is. It is on a on a yeah. larger level as well it's a stadium rock song condensed down to fit inside a pub yeah this is not through any fault of the song but i think
1: through its affect or maybe its influence or maybe itself it was used it does give me a little bit of
3: like car commercial rock
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah,
3: yeah. and just because like it's just pure euphoria like yeah. like you said like those two minutes you're inside the song you just feel the song maybe and
0: car commercial rock. that's what a
3: good car does <laughs>
0: yeah yeah, maybe maybe it's like a misunderstood genre mm. the,
3: I think uh, it's pretty well understood But underappreciated yeah. what's the, what's Like what, the what,
0: brand new what, Mazda CX-5 yeah. What
3: feel what, of
1: brand new seats? <laughs> what's, the, what's the one that they used to always have on Hey Hey? The, um, the oh, Nissan Pulsar The Nissan <laughs> Pulsar The um, family car The great small car that's big, big, on, big on the inside, it. <laughs> big on the
3: inside. Yeah.
2: Extremely good shit Yeah I love this track. For fucking ever, this used to be, like, their perennial set opener. Oh, it would be. Right? Like, how perfect is it to just fucking get your hands in the air? Yeah. Everyone's ready to go. And then... Fucking the bunny mosh is off. That's how you kick off a goddamn rock and roll show, people. I agree. I've just pulled up a nice long list of things this song does and... For the life of me, can you can you see can you see the words "fuck around" anywhere on that list? I can't. No, no, it just and keeps I'm, going. I'm studying it closely. Yeah, right. cannot find "fuck around" anywhere in the documents. Mm. Zero results. Mm.
3: Fucking, oh, it's ra- a digital document. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's
2: a PDF. Oh, that's,
3: that's easier. Than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is one of the shitty PDFs you can't search in. Oh, those oh. are the worst. What kind but, of PDF but, is that? Well, a it's, like, like, a, when you scan a a, it's like when you
2: scan a document or some shit. Yeah. Uh, now I've got a really good PDF reader, man. Nice. Yeah. Nice. We brought to you today by. <laughs> I, 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 I use Foxit PDF reader. Foxit's good. Okay, it's, good. Much, good. it's Much well, better than Adobe. It's, it's a real
3: it? like new car feel for a PDF <laughs> yeah. reader. Foxit. It's big on the inside, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> yeah. Actually,
1: funny enough, it does. It's not much of a memory hog, so it's actually small on the inside, but big enough for the whole family. True, man. Foxit for- PDF reader. <laughs> <laughs> Download one today. Foxit. Yeah. If you. Listening. Get on the horn. Get on the horn. <laughs> at us. I was like, this is exactly why Spider-Bait were powerhouse of Australian rock music in the 90s, right? Oh, like, yeah, dude, absolutely. It's, it's mean, it's meaty, it's forceful, but yeah. they still know their way around a pop hook. So, yeah. like, you can't help but be charge. Like,
2: they were able to do this at the same time as being able to do stuff like Stevie and Glock and Pop, yeah, you yep. know? Like, people often would just treat them as a rock and roll band, and, like, that's true to a very, like, certain extent, but... When you look at it, there's so much here that just works purely on a pop level. They get their hooks in and they fucking make them sharp as hell so they stick in. Yeah. It's 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 meaty. It's good. The song fucking rips. If you disagree, well, I'll send you a dissertation as to why you are wrong and I will make you open it using... Foxit PDF earlier. That's right
3: <laughs> This is the last Grand Slam track We talk about We never get to talk about Glock and Pop Isn't that
2: weird yeah. That's, That's super, weird. super weird Maybe it Maybe it yeah, jumped I th- over to, I, I to-
3: Yeah I, I, I just
2: totally figured That that would be like The most popular
3: song From this yeah. record But maybe it was already On the commercial playlist Enough you know, yeah, one of those things—not alternative enough, or mm. a weird split vote thing. Mm. Maybe the three songs that made it in are all amazing songs. But worth mm. noting that
0: uh, this was also the first single that uh, came off Grand Slam, and probably the song that Spiderbait had the most international success mm. with as well, because yeah. it
3: was featured in Sex and the City. Hell right? yeah. yeah! It was also on the mm. soundtrack for Ninja Assassin, Great. which came out in two thousand and nine. Mm. What, what else can you tell me about Ninja Assassin? I, it was it also stars Kim Control. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: Mm, I love Spider Bait almost as much as I love fucking. Mm. <laughs> is that you? That's, I had to that's my Kim Control, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as Spider Bait was playing in the background, I couldn't help but wonder yeah, there we go. when was my Shazam gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. 39 it's the return of Eskimo Joe with uh sorry how do you, how do you pronounce this I think it's a turn up is that me up. turn up Eskimo Joe coming in at number 39 in the 1999 Hottest 100. That's Turnip. Yes, Dario. Oh, we have one last hurrah with pre-serious Eskimo Joe. Yes, as we know, uh, they became one of the the more morose and uh, gloomy and self-serious rock bands of the 2000s. But in the early days they were absolute fucking goofballs and they would wear tank tops on stage that said G'day from WA and you know they'd do all kinds of jokey shit and it was very wholesome and adorable because they were little babies they, you know they didn't know any better they were just here to have fun The the weight of the world hadn't hit them at that point you know mm. Pretty much everything onwards, you know, like, apart from, like, half of Girl. The other half of Girl is just like, oh, no. And then all
3: of the songs of the city is like, oh, no. And, they found- and then they just get gloomier <laughs> and buy more scarves. And- well, Girl was 2001. Do you think it was like a nine eleven oh! thing? Um, oh! World just, uh, changed forever. Yeah, you, you can't go back after that. Exactly. Oh. It is post- you can't write, turn up your stereo... After 9-11, no. <laughs> I,
2: I'm, I'm sure you guys are going to tear this one a new one the same way you did with Ruby Wednesday or whatever the fuck it was called. Oh, I hated that Didn't defend yeah. def- that Yeah, song. you did. Yeah, I thought so feel bad no, there, there was definitely I, some hate in the room i can't remember it yeah so. right here <laughs> i, I base this purely on the context of you know them just being like 19 20 year old kids or whatever the fuck, just you know kicking about having heaps of fun and just loving life and just making a big dumb fun rock song and you can't dig any deeper and just like oh it's actually a dissertation on the howard government or anything like that no you have a stereo turn it up 1999,
0: should notice, really big year for the stereo. I know. we yeah, know that's like a lot of stereo We've got to turn mention. it up. We're we've hearing to...
3: people pumping on the stereo. We've got a to... Stereophonics. we are got to pour water around. on the stereo. How yeah. many stereos do we have? And, and st- also,
0: and also, let's not forget the best quote of, of stereos that we've had in the countdown from the Test Eagles to turn that shit up, referring to them as we all do, as the Stezza.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I
0: love a Stezza. Yeah. Turn up your Stezza. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh- <laughs> so I think that basically you fall into three categories. One of three categories, well. <laughs> comes to the song.
3: You yeah.
2: sound like BuzzFeed. Yeah. You're you're, Esky, Eskimo you're Joe Mo, you?
0: Or you're Joe.
1: <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Or <laughs> okay, well what's Eski?
0: <laughs> Your nostalgia trigger for this song is just like through the goddamn roof. And yep. what's Mo? You went around at the time. And or Joe? You missed it. You're a liar. <laughs> you're just a goddamn liar. What? You know I'm a liar. Adam's, s- Adam's standing half of this song No what a, I'm not necessarily But when I heard it I just went Oh my god Yeah I remember The hell out of this mm. Yeah I don't know whether I love it or hate it But I remember the hell out of it I certainly remember it from my childhood For oh. sure It's like That turn up your my stereo My good Yeah right So you just <laughs> oh. Just bypassed you Did Yeah you, I didn't I get it I don't it? know this at all First time no. listen Yeah Okay
2: Yeah he doesn't know songs remember Yeah
3: well, That's, that's his bit That's my bit <laughs> it's good... Songs Never heard of it I've Never
2: heard of it <laughs> So cool Thanks. Um Where I where I land with
0: it is anything that's based around the main bit, Turn Up Your Stereo, is great. That bit, the bit that comes directly after it, with the wa oh's, I even get down with that. That's fun. The quiet bit with the like that really bright, clean guitar riff, I'm I'm into that. Everything else in the song doesn't need to be there. The verse bit, I think that really seems like Eskimo Joe wrote that because they felt like that's what you had to do. Every song needs a verse like that. The bolder... Move would have been to have a shorter song for a start and just have it based entirely around that Turn Up Your Stereo bit because that's where the but money is But that was, for Ruby, me.
3: like, Ruby Wednesday was just the one thing and that sucked. We th- all agreed. I think the lyrics sucked in Ruby Wednesday. Classic DJY erasure, as always. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I actually think that musically that was their, mm. that was the most fun I've had with it Eskimo Joe. A, a magnum opus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <So the> mo- <laughs> M- Mr. Eskimo Joe's opus. <laughs>
0: was- Mr. Joe. And I have to say, like, when the Turn Up Your Stereo bit is playing on... On this song I think that sounds really good but the dorky verses is what I, I just don't care about and I just whenever that's happening I'm just like ah uh, I'm just completely tuned out and waiting for them to do the turn up hysteria bit again
1: yeah I'm kind of with you yeah, the turn yeah. up hysteria bit is fun the guitar I have, like the riffs of the song kind of work enough I guess but like I think like they were young when they wrote this and you can really tell that they're kind of inexperienced songwriters I feel bad to say like I don't really dig this song because it feels like you're bullying some young kids this is fine overall as a song. The Tone Stereo bit is fun. I, I, I do really like the quiet bit with that shimmering guitar. And oh, those, turn up, a, yeah, turn up. Like, I, I do like that The way that he bit.
0: delivers that is just... It's yeah. iconic, I yeah. think. Yeah.
1: yeah, I do really like those bits. But, like, overall, the song, I'm just like... Oh, yeah, it's this. Yeah, it's, I, I've, I've heard this song. Even if, I even if I haven't heard this song, I've heard this you song. You've heard this song. Yeah, hmm. but, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's fine. And the Tone Stereo bit is very fucking enjoyable. Nathan? Yeah, yeah. look, this is, oh, okay. this is better.
0: <laughs>
3: <Okay>. <laughs> this is, like they're they're doing more improvement the chorus is better for me i'm just like yeah it's a fun song but it's not special in any way and so i'm like why is it this high like i feel like i'm missing out on a lot of triple j hype at the time or something yeah because this is still not as exciting for me as other bands that are making just fun songs like this isn't a patch on regurgitator and i know they're really young kids but like you don't get voted higher just because you're younger
0: they may they may have had some kind of like personality following, which I could believe. Because yeah, they would have, seem, it, it yeah. would have
3: been a
2: connection with the audience.
0: They seem, yeah, they seem charming as hell. Yeah, it's, you, it's like they're just know, like
3: us. I think the it's fandom. fun. I just I feel like I'm missing an element. Yeah, okay. That that justifies it being ahead of so many big songs, and and I think that's that's purely just context. yeah Yeah. for the band at the time and and where they were playing and and how often they were getting Mm. played on triple j or whatever yeah sure like i don't hate this song the good parts are good but i'm still just like i don't get why i should care about eskimo joe at this point yeah right and they've had like three songs fairly well placed in the countdown at this point so i'm like okay what the hell you know that's where i'm at
0: okay okay yeah. Okay. 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 I'm glad they're getting better for you though.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you cr- they'll just keep getting more and more playful and it will be great. Yeah, your, yeah, your, exactly. Your critical marking,
0: uh, Is it's obviously getting through to them. I guess. In your in your role as stern music teacher. Yeah. That's right.
3: That'll they're be just, it yeah. Mr. Harrison. I mean it's very clear they're just trying to impress me. Maybe
1: they're like, Oh, does Nathan like like black fingernails? Maybe it'd be something like
2: that. I don't know. I wine drinker. Alright, at number 38, it is your friends and mine, the motherfucking Whitlam's. This is Chunky, Chunky Air Guitar. She came from the coca silence with a limp and a snow shaker heart. Huh?
0: They were singing Chonky Chonky egg yeah, Guitar Now, Chonky Chonky egg yeah, Guitar, Chonky Chonky A yeah, Guitar, down. Chonky Chonky egg yeah, Guitar, He was down like a freak show, she was going out like
2: a whale, Chonky Chonky egg yeah, Guitar Now, Chonky Chonky egg yeah, Guitar, once and Future Kings, the Whitlams, returning yet again to the 1999 Hottest 100 from the album "Love This City." That was Chunky, Chunky air guitar. Nathan. Hmm. You got some explaining. To yeah,
0: there. we we uh Whitlam stands. You're on the stand. You're on watch. You know, you, yeah. like
3: someone needs to a little bit, right? Right. Yeah. So Imagine like not being into the Whitlams or whatever, and just having <laughs> witnessed eternal nightcap and all of that happened and then like thank you for loving my worst comes out as well and you're like cool i'm pretty sure i know who the whitlam's are as a band yeah like they write sad songs sometimes piano rock songs you know piano rock songs kind of sentimental songs. yeah very sentimental you know you're gonna yeah. get a lot of that and then this happens but my first thought when i heard
0: this was just like right our machine gun fellatio back riding with the whitlam's again oh uh, yeah sure And i, I couldn't that. find any evidence of that though which means that it was just straight Friedman kind of coming up with these lyrics. Yeah.
1: You know? I hadn't heard this before. That's fair. Yeah, I did not know they had this in them. Yeah. Like, it's
3: super, like... Honestly, it's kind of fucking cool. It's really groovy. Like, and, and I think it's fun. And, and I like the sort of character that, that Tim is doing with the delivery. Yeah. Like But also, like, I've been into the Whitlam's... For you know A solid decade and a bit Or whatever Since the end of high school And and this is always Just the song that I'm like Oh yeah That happened This song Like I'll have fun Listening to this or whatever So they, they have nothing else That sounds like this do they Not really no,
1: it sounds. Heaps, it's an outlier. Like, it's definitely an outlier. But it, it sounds like it would be an outlier on a B-side collection. Yeah, like, it doesn't sound like <laughs> it's like it's it's lying way out. Yeah, <laughs> like the parts where it has almost vocoder effects on Tim's voice. Like yeah. they really push what they were doing as a band here.
3: And part of me thinks that, that that's kind of what it's about. I sort of talked about it when we talked about thank you, but. Eternal Nightcap was a weird revolving door of musicians Mm. and at this point is starting to lock a band in a bit more. And so I always just kind of thought that maybe this song is just like, let's just play with the band more and and what's a real band song where, you know, it, it doesn't really feel like the Whitlam's, but... It's just, like, a lot of question marks over this song. Right, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And there were at the time. Um, yeah, okay. The press absolutely had
0: a field day tearing the crap out of this song. Uh, <laughs> I mean, which, and rightly so, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> which, which Tim uh, commented on. He said that basically for him, uh, the quote he used was, it's a bit of perverted froth. Yeah, and Uh, and he also said that he was channeling a lot of early 70s david bowie when he was writing this and you know he he acknowledges that it is very very different to what they were trying to do but the the great quote that comes from that which i love is like hey i deserve the right to confuse people if i want to
3: nice and honestly where's the lie you know what (laughs) i mean oh boy it's got some it's got some lines it has a lot of lines (laughs) i think my Uh. personal
0: favorite was um well if not chock full of puss uh Woof yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely going off like a whale. Mm. I have questions. How, how? I yeah. guess yeah, yeah. I yeah. Mean, my first thought is <laughs> quite
3: morbidly <Oof>. when you <laughs> when, oh when whales get when beached they beach themselves and they bob. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is
2: what's crazy. Because they're so full of toxins.
3: A, yeah.
1: The buildup of gas makes them burst. It's fucking hectic. That yeah, is so yeah. hectic.
0: A whale goes off though. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I did learn some uh, fun things about the Cocos Islands, though. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, good.
3: Yeah. It has a good mouthfeel, yeah. which I think is what drives a lot of the lyrics in this song. Yeah. Oh,
0: especially when he rhymes tambourine Korean with, with Korean, Korean. Giving us the tambourine.
1: beautiful- Tambourine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Boy. Look, you know what? Like, they, they, they were having some fun making this song, and that's fine. Like, it's, the, the, the song <laughs> we- is groovy enough- That's it. Like I
3: think, I think musically it's really good. I have fun. If someone said to me, "I don't like that song," I'd be like, "Fine, for sure." Yeah, and they've just—I mean, obviously, they've very
0: recently been very sad. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're a bit of a dick if you're like, (laughs) I mean, it's you're there at the party and they're singing this. And you're sitting there going like, oh, this isn't good, but like it's good that Tim's having a good time. Yeah. So no one, no one say anything. He's <laughs> been like, he's I been think through a lot. I think like a, think it's more fun than like, that. Like, after, no, like after
1: a divorce, dad, and they they're doing karaoke <laughs> badly, and it's like, just, just let Brian have, have, have let it. Let see. him have let like, him look, get it out. I know K. is quite long, and he's very <laughs> okay. <laughs> but look, like, you know, like, Karen took the kids.
2: Oh my <laughs> <God>. Jesus Christ <laughs> let him have
3: the chunky L- chunky egg yeah. <laughs> little bundles need care yeah. and he can't be a part <laughs> <of that. Whoa. laughs> <laughs> so um just to really specifically date when we're recording last night David and I went to the Whitlam show at at the Metro At the Metro Theatre in um, Sydney Yes we did With also the very wonderful Bob Evans playing And the, the wonderful Ella Hooper also It was basically the class of 1999 It really was And and the, the tour is, is not like officially But it's largely like a 20th anniversary for this album Love This City Yeah the um, tour
2: was and- called The Last Drinks at the Morrison Hotel Tour I think they which, were hoping for something yeah. very different uh, For the time that they were
3: booking this tour Grim oh, Pretty grim and so, yeah, they played heaps of stuff off this album. Like, <laughs> heaps of stuff that I'd never heard them play before. I yeah. don't think they play very often at all. Um, they didn't play this. No surprise. I, yeah. I, for one, was shocked. Well, I thought they might. But, I, like, the
1: the setup for this song alone is so different to what they would have for every other song, right? Yeah, they yeah, have a yeah. lot of
3: songs that are very band-heavy.
1: Yeah, of course. But, like, all the studio effects on this song, yeah. like, on Tim's voice and, the, like, all the, the wah and stuff like that. Like, it's completely different to what you would expect from... There are other band songs Yeah Also
2: do you know how much it costs To hire out an air guitar It's not fucking cheap dude Like it, it's a lot for a gag I saw Polish That's Club on Thursday night and they hired. this a- song maybe <laughs> <laughs> I saw Polish Club on Thursday night And they hired a gong Because they were playing in Wollongong And I, I, I said to John Their drummer I was like How much did that cost you And he's like 100 bucks Was it worth it Fucking yes it uh, was Is it only 100
3: bucks to hire Only there? 100 bucks to get I a gong To hire a gong Still yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a gong. Yeah. For
2: how long? Pretty much for a night. Hmm. Next time we're having a party. Oi, um, yeah, well, We've all got no, $25. Just- <laughs> Let's- Next time I'm hanging at home. Oh party God. for the neighbours. Just <laughs> like constantly hearing
3: a <laughs> gong.
0: <laughs> um, if you leave a five star review saying gong please... We will hire a gong for it, but we can we no. We don't, don't want any more reviews. Oh,
2: should we? Should we tell them? Let, yeah. Let's
0: let's break our, the news, people. It's, Come not, on. Our, it's not our
1: review count, but our ratings uh. count. Because like, you can give a rating, you can give a rating without a review, <laughs> but you can't give a review without a rating. No, yeah. So, we have sixty nine ratings.
3: Yeah. Nice. Woo! Is that like bad? How- We've been doing this for a very
1: long. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. The sixty-nine. Actually, no. We, the people that gave us a one star. If you do, if you did it as a bit, that's funny. Thanks. Yeah. But if you actually didn't like the podcast, go fuck yourself. Why are you still listening. Yeah. You can definitely give <laughs> us a one-star
3: <laughs> review with the review. This is a bit. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: fine. Yeah. No. No, it's not fine. Not fine. Don't hurt our rating. Do not do this. Yeah. Um. But also, we. It is very nice that we're there. But if we don't get more reviews, we'll never get to four twenty. Sorry.
3: Yeah. Well, I guess hundred is the next milestone in terms of and then oh, and then yeah. to the show and then four twenty and then 1, thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Four twenty is definitely thematically linked. Yeah, <laughs> we've made that for a make clip. it happen, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, yeah, I'd, it's probably a bad idea for us to rent a gong for an episode.
3: Is basically, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. could just dub one in like this. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you forgot to dub it in. For- oh, no. <laughs> Damn. At number 37, this is the Red Hot Chili Peppers with Around the World. Bass please. Chili Peppers coming in at number 37 in the 1999 hottest 100, that is Around the World, which opens their 1999 studio album Californication, which only a few weeks ago officially celebrated its 20th anniversary. Adam. Yeah. I know, I know for sure you had this album as a kid. Yeah, dude. Yeah, everyone did. If you lived in the suburbs, you were issued it. This is a weird Daft Punk cover. (laughs) <laughs> oh, wow, right, <laughs> so many more lyrics than I thought than from the original. Yeah, and yeah. also,
0: you know, just to, just to start taking umbrage right away, it it is not really. A, it's mostly America that he's been to, and then like what, Bombay, Sicily,
2: the big three, and that's it. Where did they say yong dong ding dang dong dong ding dang? Don't answer that. Yeah.
3: Don't. <laughs> don't answer that. <laughs> that's a trap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, that's a, a trap. That's there, there is there is no
0: good <laughs> look. These guys were like suffering a lot, weren't they? <laughs> you know, like so no, this was their the to recovery
2: because they'd just been through all that shit. Yeah, but recovery is a long road. Oh ending. yeah, true.
0: <laughs> um, I feel like this is the band working really, really hard at creating an, a very a really interesting musical song, and Anthony Kiedis also working really hard to undo that <laughs> <laughs> because, like, the bass. Slaps in every single moment, uh, that, quite that, literally. Yeah. Yes.
1: Like, say what you uh, got, two Peppers, but Flea knows how to fucking bring it. He's, he's a, a fantastic bass player. bass player. Yeah. Like yeah. even Tom York agrees,
0: and he hates fun. <laughs> and you know, Freshante is doing some really nice, you know, work on the guitar.
2: Yeah. This was his big comeback.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And he uh wrote the song originally. He yeah. came up with the main idea and then kind of the rhythm section came in and kinda of added their bits to it and then well has cracked his throat. <laughs> had to get <laughs> Keatus yeah. involved. Um and there's some really, really great moments throughout the course of this song. Like i I'm in particular, I am such a big fan of when that opening riff returns again, but it goes half time. Mm. Oh man, that's just so out of control. Like also the kind of um the more jam kind of bit right at the end. I'm really here for that. Yeah. And even the choruses, to a certain extent, are a really nice, fresh rush of air that kind of comes through. Basically, anything but the verses. Yeah,
1: that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I really like... They <laughs> feel so
3: disjointed, don't they? I really like that sound that Chili Pepper's doing, that chorus. Like, that that's it's classic really them. Yeah, L-
2: lush, really beautiful. Shante's backing melodies. vocals, the, the, the drum machine in there as they well. They go to yeah. a lot,
3: and it's such a beautiful counterpoint to... The funk stuff. It's the exact
1: same kind of chorus they're doing, like, By The Way. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah, that, and, like, mm. and, and they're really good at that. I think as I went on, I like more of the song was clicking and I was liking it less. Because yeah. it starts off so strong. Like, that, that riff is sick and then the band are all in form. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then, like,
0: the verses are just dorky as fuck. That's the thing. It's, like, 80s hip-hop yeah. style yeah. delivered by Anthony King. It's like, I yeah. didn't need to and listen to it again. Every,
2: everything is so disjointed. There's more... Key changes Than a fucking musical It's just None of it s- Fits together yeah. Like it's just So weird
3: And this was supposed To be the big like The Chili Peppers Are back baby Well look Last time we talked About roller coasters Love roller coasters So uh, they- Say I- this-, this is better that's,
0: that's real like He gets up to do that At karaoke And <laughs> And then it was kind of like, like, oh, you know, he needs help. No. <laughs>
1: no, well, because, like, as much as it is, like, like whatever, like, it, the Chili Peppers are back, though, because the verses, yeah. that is what they do, right? That like, is they, what they do. They're, 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 like, they're white funk rock dudes. And, and like, <sighs> they're, they're fucking bringing it. Like, look, this song was hugely successful. The Chili Peppers are safe, fun, and easy to knock. Yeah, but, yeah but we, we've said
0: that many respons- times. Responsible, even. Yeah,
1: responsible. Um, yeah, pretty, knock pretty, pretty safe.
0: Like, as safe to knock as you 2 potentially.
1: Yeah. But like they're hugely successful, and this was yeah. hugely successful. So like, it, they, they clearly did what they fucking wanted to do with it.
0: And look, even when I'm at my most critical, I have to admit that there is a lot of this song, the grand majority of it, even that just is out of control, fun and slaps. Yeah, that like- is the- great. And even even the parts that I really don't like, if I just change gears in my brain a little bit and just
3: you know decide to have dumb fun, that 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 works too. Like it's good. And you know, we were saying before like. I didn't have to listen to it again. Listening to it again just made me like, oh, it's kind of... Anthony makes it worse than I remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'd blocked all that stuff out. But you can have so much fun with this song, but I, I don't know how to enjoy something that much without being able to really look directly at it. Because I think if you look directly at this song, you're like, oh, I think you have Anthony. to look...
0: No, you do have to look directly at it, but then you just have to decide not I to care. care and yeah. that just puts you in a state where you're being a bit obnoxious but you, that's what it is you just have to lean into that if that's that's where you enjoy that yeah you know and what I like
1: mean? it's pure anthony and we joking about this off mic but like in the video which everyone's seen because it was a fucking mainstay of video hits and yeah, rage yeah, yeah. Or like yeah what he's doing is white boy quasi-spiritual hand movement gestures stuff like that and there's one bit where like he sucks on his first two fingers and then just like makes like a makes a fingering gesture there's no other way to do that in audio <laughs> yeah. and like it's just so on the fucking nose that of course he would be doing that of course he and, would and that is the verses to me it's That's just good. crass like, and also like not to put too fine a point on it the Ning Nang Nong bit
0: <laughs> is so fucking bad okay <laughs> where the cows go Bom. okay 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 Yes But It has a very cute story behind it Oh no, good Am I getting cancelled? No 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 it does change That Go Right one. So While he was writing the album um, They would often jam in Flea's Garage And As many vocals. Sounds as- filthy <laughs> Flea's
1: Garage Can you imagine
0: that? Big <laughs> uh, tiny as well Sounds like a great Like name for a diner
1: What <laughs> is this? A centre for ants <laughs> Flea's Garage Yeah good name for a yeah, it's like Diner a, Yeah like- Yeah and you go in and you just like just coffee. And it's like all
0: right, Han. Yeah. And then the sirens come and you have to get out of there. Jesus Christ. And
1: then
2: there's
3: a shootout. Yeah.
0: We should be screenwriters. We should we should write a movie. Greatest Gatsby yet.
3: Jesus.
0: The greatest Gatsby yet is the film. Come on, everybody they were practicing in place garage i'm sorry so yeah they were and as many vocalists do before you have the lyrics you just improvise nonsense and whatever to go over it Mm. so flea's three-year-old daughter thought it was really fun when anthony katis would sing you know the the, that in in kind of nonsense she enjoyed that a lot okay and they report that when they finished the song she listened back to it and went oh that bit I like's not there anymore.
1: Okay, that's kind of sweet. That and is s- sweet. And yeah. so
0: as a nod to Flea's daughter and how much she enjoyed the the scat singing and the nonsense singing, mm. they decided to put an original demo cut of Kita's doing that into the song just for that one
3: bit. That's sweet, I guess. So, that's very lovely, but as... As a listener But when you As a listener who doesn't know that story Yeah It just kind of feels like a Little we just kind wanna... of feel like We're trying to build this beautiful song And then Look how much I don't give a shit yeah, and I'm like, what the hell are also you doing, just, dude? Yeah, it's just
2: particularly oriental nonsense, just yeah, the way it it sounds. really it's like, is
3: skirting something that you're like... <laughs> mm, please, just, please yeah. daughter's
2: like, oh, Uncle Anthony's not doing the slanty eyes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like,
3: hey, kid! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Should I not say that! Oh, boy! No, um...
0: <laughs> But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, it's unfortunate how it can be read, I yeah. suppose. But it's cute. It is cute. Yeah. It's, a, it's a cute.
2: Uh, the real reason behind it is. Yeah. Uh... Can I actually share a quick, uh, slightly related story as to like, like uh, just using stuff as filler? Yeah. Uh, probably the most famous example of that is uh, sitting on the dock of the bay by Otis Redding, uh, which the whistling. I, yeah, so that was the last song he ever recorded. And he was going to sing, like, one last verse, but he hadn't written it yet. So when they did the the vocal take, at the end, he just whistled instead of, like, doing a final verse. And he was gonna write the verse and then add the vocals in later. Never got to. And so when they put the song out... The last thing you hear is just that whistling. Wow, uh, I did not know that.
3: Yeah, the whistling is iconic. Yeah, right? yeah, Hot exactly. Take. I think that song's awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah a controversial opinion. Man. That right. Otis Redding bit of all right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I legit thought you were going to say you didn't like it. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another great, famous bit of a uh, rock something like that. Um, the scat band song.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs>
2: actually
0: Actually
1: had lyrics planned.
3: But just couldn't think of it He forgot them on the day It was All the lyrics were about Burma Like yeah. it was really <laughs> intense Jesus Christ But, the, but then it was, it was a
0: it protest program. song Yeah. I think the protest element Still comes across <laughs> It comes across <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel yeah, it yeah. You still get it
2: Yeah Yeah. I'm the scat man <laughs> Duh Duh, Duh. <laughs> <laughs> At number 36 This is Body Jar With their take On hazy Shade of winter. Coming in at number 36 in the 1999 Hottest 100. That's a song called Hazy Shade of Winter. Two bits of trivia. Number one. This is our first time talking about Body Jar. The iconic Australian punk band. Fact number two. This is the second time we are talking about a Simon and Garfunkel song. Mm. The first, of
3: course, being the Lemonheads with
2: Mrs. Robinson.
3: Oh, I forgot about
2: that. Yeah. Mm. That was ages ago. It was ages ago, I believe, our very first season. Wow.
3: What a great season. Good times. (laughs) What a good podcast. (laughs) How amazing that a podcast could go for so long and talk about so many songs. I know. And still be so handsome. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, more more handsome. (laughs) Yeah. Andrew. David.
2: You're, you're the resident Simon and Garfunkel fan. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know, it, like, <laughs> do, you, do you have a relationship with this song or with Body Jar in general? I obviously knew
1: of them being into a punk rock. and Yeah, yeah, Australian sure. They're, they're
2: kind of part of the furniture, really.
1: Yes. Um, never really given them too much time, not for any particular reason. Just happened to skirt or in a different direction. It wasn't at all there. Whenever I hear their songs, I always enjoy them. They were always the, like, the other Australian Punk band or pop punk band yeah, that sure. I just never yeah, got into. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen them peripherally at a big day out or something. Just here, there, I've here, seen there.
2: them i I've seen them like three times. Yeah. Three or maybe four.
1: Yeah. Obviously they, they just body jar backing, they formed in um like nineteen ninety, released a string of Somewhat well received, somewhat commercially successful records um, on like varying levels of independent and mainstream labels. Tony Hawk soundtracks Tony Hawk soundtracks. Um, oh, classic. Broke up in 09 got back together a few years later, and they're still kicking around. Released an album since the reunion, and they're still doing what they do, which is fucking cool. Whatever. This song, uh, obviously the um, Simon and Garfunkel original, around, out. came out in '66, and it was then also famously covered by the Bangles in mm. the yeah. '80s. Look Great version, um, Sodom version in 1997.
0: It's around. Right, um also Gerard Way this year. Around. Around. For the Umbrella Academy, which mm. is where some people may have heard this. Yeah, right. It's, it's a, a good covers cover
3: version is in Stranger Things. Wow. There mm. mm. you go. I would we not should just jump go on Netflix to, and find as many, many a, versions A, a cover of of this d- song for a, a Netflix original so quickly, but mm. No, no. I guess that's Gerard's way. We're putting...
2: (laughs) God damn it! Get the fuck out! Did you you
3: have that written down? (laughs) No, was That was all off the the door. I didn't know where I was going, but I got there. Wow. It's really (laughs) Nathan's way. can't wait for you to go back there. I found the way.
1: Um, God damn it <laughs> Good night, everyone oh. Gerard way Needs to meet a dude Whose surname is like Curd And that could be a duo Of a way <laughs> oh, Jesus I guess nobody's name is Curd though It's the problem Someone's say so it uh, be If your last name is Curd <laughs> Get on the horn to Gerard <laughs>
0: And give us a five-star review yeah. saying,
1: I am Kurt. Yeah, I am Kurt. I'm sure all of the My Chemical Romance fans are just dying for the... Usually they need to come back finally. The reunion they're waiting for... Kurt's, Kurt's white. White.
0: <laughs> The um, real Simon and Garfunkel
1: 2019. Real- yeah. <laughs> um, like, even if you don't know them, you know some Simon and Garfunkel songs. Yeah, this, this is how poor Simon's will really be making his money with covers of this bad boy.
2: Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, big time. Yeah.
0: So, okay, I want to... There is a very, very good reason why I think this has been covered so much. Because you listen to the original. It rules. It For starters. But it's yeah. crying out for a rocky version. Yeah, yeah. Like, when I went and listened to it, I went, oh, right. Like, that riff wasn't added. That's the actual guitar riff. But it's yeah. played in a kind of folky style on an acoustic guitar. It's That's just what, waiting for it, though, yeah. It's waiting for It is yeah. begging for it. It is just, like, just wants that.
1: <laughs> yeah, this, uh, for this this particular one was it was recorded during the uh, sessions for Body Jars' 998 record, No Touch Red. Great it was, record. It was then later released as a B side on like a second disc that came out when that record was selling still quite well. So then, obviously, you're going to countdown this year. And I can see fucking why, because of course, Triple J are going to be pumping this and the voting public are going to respond to it because, like, the original, like you said, is demanding to be done in a rock style and they do it well. I think they honour the spirit of the original very well.
0: Particularly in the fact that uh, they honour the, the the vocal harmonies mm, exactly, in, in a really yeah. nice way. But also just the way that they managed to translate that energy into punk. And it's done through the rhythms and it's done through the energy and kind of just the, the transmission of the whole thing. Mm. It's also deeply punk. But they managed to make that genre works so yeah it's like a, it is a genre cover but it's kind of like a prime example of how you do a genre cover well in exactly terms of yeah. choosing the right material and then making just the right choices within that to to make it fit and seem like it was meant to be that way all along
3: yeah compare okay. and contrast to uh the pennywise down under you have to say that sorry all right <laughs> oh, I'm you, sorry. no you say it no you go no, no don't, don't patronize me <laughs>
1: $25 a month you get gonna-
2: <laughs> yeah, it humiliate comp- me
1: daddy <laughs> yeah, yeah compare it to the Pennywise cover of Land Down Under oh yeah yeah which none of us and well, in, in that yeah. none of so us particularly cared for it no. take over. Um, <laughs> which obviously that sounded more like they were doing it and not having any reverence for the original but this one you can tell that they The the Body Jar guys really love the original song. Yeah. Again, because it does rule. Also, just in general, like, the lyrics... Obviously, this is just talking about how good Paul Simon is as a lyricist. Even just the term, saying, like, someone's a hazy shade of winter. That's poetry, man. Like, it's so fucking evocative.
0: But it's also, like, it's classic, the kind of poetry that you would dissect in an English class. Because the metaphor, you know, like, oh, the season's changing and I also feel like I'm not at the prime of my life. I'm seeing snow on the ground. And it's freaking me out, man, Mm -hmm. because I also am cold, it's snow, snow get cold. Get some snow up
3: here. Yeah, get yeah. yourself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know? But this is the thing, right? It's just so classically well written. Yeah. Know? Like yeah. it's a well written mm-hmm. song. Even that yeah. opening line, like that's reason enough to cover it just so you get to deliver that. Yeah. Like, time, 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 see what's become of me. Is. Time, time, time. 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 A sick
1: way to open a song. Yeah, agreed. But uh, I think the way he belts out I'm in the chorus, we ended up with the hazy shade of winter. Yeah, i like, yeah. about it. And the
2: harmonies, man, like, yeah. yeah, like they were like part of that whole melodic punk thing where it's just like the guitars were fast, the D beats were fucking blasting, but they also knew how to do three part harmonies, mm-hmm. which is just such an interesting contrast. I'm all, I'm just here for harmonies in punk.
0: Yeah, dude. I'm just here. I think it works. I think it fits.
2: Mm. I think it's needed. Yeah. But yeah, this is so much fun, like, not to tread on anyone's toes, but I'd say I'm probably the biggest Simon and Garfunkel fan here. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like I'm Stephen Bradburying this shit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Man, we were never in the race. It's yeah. just, it's just you having a skate. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we're, we're watching you skate. Interesting. Interesting, <laughs> seeing one person skating on a rink by themselves, i like, oh my god, they're winning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've loved this song since
2: I first heard it as a kid. Yeah, it is definitely cool to hear it kind of ramped up a bit and yeah, given given a spin. It is definitely a cover that comes from a genuine love of this music. You can tell they grew up. With this song as well it's kind of become a, a fan favorite as well it's one of those songs that's so closely associated with them it's kind of got like the Valerie thing where you know like Mm. for people that age that version would be way more well known than the original yeah by by a considerable margin definitely not like Pennywise (laughs) (laughs) they were not able to create a definitive version of Down. they were not but uh this is a really cool yeah version really cool take and it's weird to think like you take a 60s like folk pop song, and then turn it into a 90s melodic punk song. It's just like, oh yeah, I can see the through line. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm so here
0: for drawing the parallel between folk and punk as yeah.
1: well. Yeah, 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 big time. And I, well, I, the, the thing, man, is like Woody Guthrie, right? This machine kills fascists. Woody Guthrie used to have that written on his acoustic guitar. Yeah. Like that's oh,
2: that's punk fucking yeah. rock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: for ages
2: totally. I had a sticker on my guitar that said, "This machine kills fat shits." <laughs> And the fat shit was me. But, but it's unfortunately, just such a, he's still
3: goddamn alive. Yeah, look. <laughs> ain't nobody going to kill me yet. That's how Lasson James machine. would say. But just like a really, really strong choice in terms of... I mean, I know at this point, Body Jar have been around for like a while, but they haven't been countdown yet, so it feels like they're just bursting onto the scene. But it just really like shows who they are as a band. Yeah. And, and what they can do and what they're interested in in terms of songwriting and melody. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, that's just a very... Astute choice, yeah, of for cover. this band. You know? But also,
1: it's like I think it's partly because Paul Simon, yeah, is a musical genius. You know that the way he's written the song, you can transpose it to other genres very naturally because he has such a craft with his ability there. Mm. And they yeah. do it so wonderfully with this. This is I, this fucking rules, man. Yeah, I, I, yeah hadn't no, heard, I hadn't
3: heard this, and it kicks ass. Yeah, it's very, very good. Good Na- shit, Nathan.
0: Do you have any uh, Otis
3: Redding like hot
0: takes about Simon and Garfunkel?
3: Well, I was going to say, what's everyone's favourite Simon and Garfunkel song? Oh, that's yeah. a great question. Not uh, just Paul Simon, Simon yeah, and Garfunkel. Can't oh, well, I
2: can't I can can, can forget do, the art. I can absolutely know? do both. Uh, for well, I haven't asked for both. F- well, you just specifically Simon and Garfunkel? Yeah. Uh, the Only Living Boy in New York. It's mm. oh, a
1: beautiful
3: song. Yeah. Good choice. I think for me, it's <laughs> either America or Keep the Customer Satisfied. Great choices. Mm. Yeah love to feel um, sad and just like sing the i'm empty and tired and i don't know why line to myself oh, <laughs> like, oh my mm.
0: brutal um <laughs> <it> sounds good
1: honestly <laughs> yeah. it's cliche probably sound of silence yeah it's beautiful it's famous i know it's you a, just a, love the disturbed cover yeah so yeah so absolutely. that's absolutely triggering. me <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's one way you can fuck up, a ball yeah, side they, yeah. they, up. they tried hard <laughs> the credit to them okay. oh god mad world god <laughs> damn it <laughs> brings us to the end of yet another episode of Hottest Hundreds and Thousands. Thank you for listening. Thanks to FBR Radio. Before we get out of here we're going to pick our favourites, our least favourites and continue that ever, ever ever, 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 ever forever, ever continuing story of Carry Over Champ, Carry Over Chump. My favourite song this week was Shazam by Spider Bait. My least favourite song uh, it, yeah, it's got to be Chunky Chunky Air uh, Guitar because uh, I, I, I've gone off it Similar to a, a whale, if you will. Uh, <laughs> however, my carryover champ, Emotion Sickness, and my carryover chump, Sun is Shining, are staying just where they are. Uh, I'm going to give it to Hayes Shade of Winter, Body Jar. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. I had a lot whale. of fun
1: with it. Kicked ass, and then it made me go back and revisit the original, which also I love so much, so I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, my least favourite, see the Eskimo or the Chilis? It's the Chilis. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. You want
0: Chili Willy. Yeah. it doesn't want Chili Willy.
1: Really. Yeah. Um nope. But my champ still remains Friends of we're going out tonight, and my chump still remains the Shadow's Shining remix. And also chili peppers, i got to just quickly forgot to mention it in the time, one of my favourite quotes from Nick Cave saying, I find whenever I find myself next to a radio, I'm wondering what the fuck is this horrible shit? The answer is always the red hot chili peppers. <laughs> and then later on the chili peppers were like, Oh, we actually like Nick Cave, which is very <laughs> funny. Oh.
3: <laughs> wow. Uh, my favourite is Shazam. My least favourite is the chili peppers. Uh, I'll keep emotion sickness, and if it was just Anthony's part, then he would be the new chump. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think that's within the the confines of the rules, so yeah. we'll stay every morning. I mean, we uh, do make the rules technically, but well, can, can I make Anthony's part of Around the World my chump, David? Well, just clean, no music behind it, <laughs> <laughs> just, the oh, just the vocal. Just the vocal would be terrible. Oh, I'm not sure if I can version a of that spoken word
0: Yes, great. All right, okay. that's my new
1: chump. Okay, done. And it's it's unsuit- It's unsuitable for our um our genius level song right now is Natalie Portman. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's yeah. very
2: true. Is the
0: human actress Natalie Portman? <laughs> we are. Uh, we're taking this to new places. It's good. Queen Amidala herself. Uh, miss a
2: favorite song. Is <laughs> <laughs> <It's-
3: laughs> De- Dude, def- this is the year of the Phantom Menace, 99. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's what I was doing. Hopefully, we'll get some yeah. of the soundtrack songs in a bit later. Now, so- this
1: is podcasting.
3: Yeah. Oh! We made that joke in season one. Oh, whatever.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> think, about, think of how readily I forget songs from this countdown. <laughs> let alone bits yeah. unrelated to yeah. songs that we did. Uh, Shazam, I think it's Pretty Okie Day. What's um, your least favorite? Chunky A Guitar. Do either of
2: them take over?
0: Uh, Look, I'm not a big fan of Chunky Air Guitar, but um, Shazam's definitely doesn't have the place in my heart that Emotion Sickness does.
2: And I think I'll hang on to Ben Harper, at least for now. But maybe next week something might change. Who knows? Maybe the week after. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. But someday... Anyway, later today, we're going to record the next episode and, uh, see <laughs> 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 so how we go. On behalf of Mr. Nathan Harrison, dig it, Mr. Andrew McDonald, ning dong dang, <laughs> and Mr. Jar Jar Buncher. Uh... I, I literally can't think of any other Jar Jar quotes. Um, <laughs> there aren't any. He just goes, Do or massage. do not.
0: There is no try. What? Imagine Jar Jar doing all around the world. I'd pay for that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. That'd be tight as hell. Except uh, it was just all- It was like like all parts are receiving the respect they deserve.
2: (laughs) 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 My name is Qui-Gon Jinn. Everything (laughs) is good for you. But I've got a bad feeling about this.
1: (laughs) There's instrumental versions. I can't find it just a Damn training. it. I really
3: thought there might be a Jaja Binks around
0: the world. <laughs> uh, try searching all around the galaxy far, far away. All around, what's the planet called?
1: Naboo? G-